This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, March 30th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Many states have moved toward approving medical marijuana. Now, President Obama's pledge to stop raiding medical marijuana facilities in California and other states has earned him plenty of praise from opponents of the drug war. So the larger trend on marijuana, medical and otherwise, is moving toward decriminalization. Rob Campia is head of the Marijuana Policy Project. We spoke following a forum on medical marijuana March 17th. Does medical marijuana as a policy issue, is that meant in some way to change attitudes about marijuana in other ways? The answer is no. That's a short answer. But so yeah, there are kind of two different ways of, of looking at it, at least at least two different ways. One is prohibitionists say that medical marijuana is a stepping stone to legalization of marijuana. It's a smokescreen for legalization. And therefore, we shouldn't have it. Um, there are people on uh, my side of the issue who are afraid that if we legalize medical marijuana, that some of the best arguments for uh, legalizing marijuana uh, will be t- taken away. The best spokespeople will be protected, and then it'll be harder to end marijuana prohibition for the non-patients. Um, and then there are, are folks in my camp, uh, which is to say that uh, we believe that uh, people who use marijuana, whether it's for recreational use, medicinal use, spiritual use, uh, that those people should not be arrested and put in jail. Now, our society is not quite ready yet to completely end marijuana prohibition. So what we want to do is keep as many people from being arrested and put in jail as possible in the short run. One way of doing that is to legalize medical marijuana state by state. Every time we pick off a state, there's now 13 states in 13 years, uh, we're protecting a whole class of marijuana users who happen to have cancer, AIDS, and MS, and other, other medical conditions. So we're helping achieve our ultimate goal of keeping everyone from being arrested and put in jail for marijuana. I should point out there's other ways of going about rolling back um, marijuana prohibitions, such as the initiative we just passed in Massachusetts on November 4th of 2008. That initiative decriminalizes the possession of marijuana for all uses, including recreational use, and that will eliminate 7,500 arrests per year for what would have otherwise been people who are getting busted for small amounts of marijuana. So people can get caught up with this study says this and uh, that study says that, and do you have some evil master plan for what you really want to accomplish? Not really. We want to end marijuana prohibition, and medical marijuana laws are a way of keeping some people out of the criminal justice system. For people who are uh, advocates of ending prohibition on marijuana, the trend in the last 10 years, as you pointed out in the forum, is largely uh, positive. President Obama said he would end raids on uh, providers of medical marijuana in California, but his reasoning was that it was simply not a good use of resources, not that Californians have a right to make uh, their own laws with regard to this. You know, he he said two different things. Uh, in New Hampshire, he did make the argument that it's not a good use of federal law enforcement resources. But then when he was in Oregon a few months after that, he, he did talk about um, that it was inappropriate for the federal government to be interfering with states' rights with regard to medical marijuana. Um, so he did kind of expand on his initial statement. And that was good because got, he got kind of more radical and more aligned with our position. But one thing that um, is clear uh, from the rhetoric from his administration since uh, he took office is that he wasn't joking 
when he was uh, running uh, in the in the primary that he actually really is going to follow through on this. Now, it's not to say there aren't going to be any more DEA raids on medical marijuana establishments because there might be a few that are so poorly run that they are uh, maybe also selling uh, ecstasy or cocaine or something. Um, and the DEA would then move in and bust them because of, of that aspect of their operation. So can't say that just because you say you're selling medical marijuana, you get to do whatever you want for four years or eight years. But I think that the, the point is that not only will it allow that this federal policy change will not only allow um, people who are running responsible medical marijuana dispensaries to actually um, not have to fear getting their doors kicked in, but also it will encourage um, additional entrepreneurs to get involved and open up dispensaries, not only in California, but in some of the other states that either uh, explicitly allow or implicitly allow, states like Colorado, perhaps Michigan, uh, certainly Oregon and Washington. Um, and furthermore, this change in federal policy is going to enable and energize state legislatures to pass laws to expand the uh, existing medical marijuana laws to explicitly allow for the sale and taxation of medical marijuana. So I think you're going to see a whole bunch of dominoes uh, falling in the, in the next few years as a result of this change in federal policy. I think it's all good. I don't see any problems that are going to result from this uh, Obama taking over for Bush and the new DEA people kicking out the old DEA people. I think it's uh, all good, at least in the very narrow area of medical marijuana. Years ago, uh, then-Senator or State Senator Obama said the drug war is a failure. Uh, then do you see this uh, stepping down on raiding medical marijuana facilities essentially as the end of his efforts or perhaps the beginning? Well, Obama has articulated a few things that he'd like to change with respect to drug policy. Um, so um, if you're asking about drug policy overall, you're going to see uh, movement on uh, reducing or eliminating the disparity between crack cocaine and powder cocaine. Uh, that's something that Obama um, supports uh, right alongside the sentencing reformers. And uh, you're also going to see the removal of the federal prohibition on using federal taxpayer money to help fund needle exchanges across the country. Uh, you're going to see a treatment um, and prevention efforts uh, escalated and enforcement efforts probably de-emphasized a little bit. And uh, then you might see other changes too that won't be necessarily uh, inspired by the Obama administration, but I think just having Obama in office and maybe having a drug czar who's not in completely insane, like John Walters is and was, uh, having a DEA administrator uh, who's answering to an attorney general who's actually willing to uh, and, and required to abide by Obama's wishes on this stuff. Um, I think you're going to see a Congress that's going to start doing things that we've long wanted, such as wiping out the drug czar's um, advertising budget, where they run these ads to the tune of 60 or 80 $90 million a year, the dollar amount changes each year, um, trying to scare people about marijuana. These ads have been shown to be ineffective, and they're wasting taxpayer money. So I think that Congress, hand-in-hand hand with the Obama administration, could very well do away with those stupid ads in the next um, appropriation cycle. Another thing that you could see happening, which is something that's near and dear to my heart, is uh, Congress and uh, the Obama administration um, removing 
the so-called Barr Amendment from the D.C. Appropriations Bill. It's the amendment that's prevented the local D.C. medical marijuana law from taking effect since the local voters first passed it in November of 1998. Congress each year uh, reinstates its rider, saying that that this law is not allowed to take effect. All it takes is an act of Congress to just delete one sentence from that large annual spending bill for D.C., and then medical marijuana becomes legal in our nation's capital. And I think that it might happen uh, this year, meaning the, the debate that's currently happening is, is, is the, uh, the fiscal 2010 cycle. You, so you might see this change in policy take effect on October 1st of this year, or if we can't push it uh, by then, then it would be October 1st of 2010. That's something that would be very, very good to have. Not only is it outrageous that Congress has taken the right uh, of the D.C. voters to have their own say with regard to medical marijuana being legal in our nation's capital, but having it legal in our nation's capital is symbolic. And uh, if if actually we could even have medical marijuana dispensaries opening up in D.C. proper, which would be fantastic, but isn't necessarily explicitly authorized by the local law in question, we could actually take members of Congress and their staff on tours of these local establishments. It's just a short cab ride um, to check out and see what does this stuff really look like. So it would be enormously beneficial for our federal lobbying efforts if we could actually change the local policy, which requires, as I said, a change in federal policy. Rob Campia is head of the Marijuana Policy Project. We spoke following the Cato Policy Forum on the politics and science of medical marijuana held March 17th. You can hear the full forum at cato.org.